love praying in the Spirit. And I want to encourage you this year is pray in the Spirit as much as you can. When you're alone, pray in the Spirit. I remember Shreen was telling me a story once, and I've heard that before, when Pastor Helen, they went on holiday. And she, she was sharing a room. In the middle of the night, she heard Pastor Helen, in her sleep. In her sleep, she's, it's such a powerful gift in language, and it stirs your faith. And I want to encourage you this year, beside all the other things I'm going to encourage you to do this year, is to pray in the Spirit. Continuously pray in the Spirit. Build yourself up in your most holy faith. So Pastor John was touching on what I want to share today. Something I've heard people speak quite often now, and I remember the end of December, one night I was sleeping, which you do at night normally, <laughs> I was sleeping and I had a dream and I dreamt about the kingdom. It's just the words of the kingdom which is flying through my mind. And my next one, I'm like, what is this about? So I went and took a book out and I put it next to my bed about the kingdom. And then here comes Pastor John, being a prophet. And the first day in January speaks about the year of fruitfulness, but he also spoke about the kingdom. And it's just like I hear a lot of people speak about the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. And this year, the year 2023, is about the kingdom. Now, I want to just speak a little bit about it. Now, 1 Samuel 8, verse 4 to 22. Here comes Samuel, he's a prophet. Israel said they wanted a king, and Samuel was so upset because they wanted a king. And then God says, don't be upset. Don't be upset because they rejected you as a prophet. They rejected me as God, and God wanted to be a king to Israel, and they rejected him. And then he had Saul being anointed king for Israel, and he disobeyed God, and then we got David. And then from David, you get the other kings that eventually follow. Now, Psalm 46, verse 6 to 8 says this. Sing to God. Sing. Sing to your king. Sing. For God is king of the whole earth. Sing a well-written song. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. If you read the entire passage, it's so beautiful. God is king. He's king in our lives. Jesus is king. Here we get to the time, so I'm just going to skip forward now. Here we get to the New Testament. And here comes Jesus. John preaches about the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, some say it's the kingdom of heaven. But let's for today, it's about the kingdom of God. In Matthew 3 verse 2 says, and saying, Matthew 3 verse 2, repent for the kingdom of heaven, God, some translation says God, is near. Now, a definition for the kingdom, I want to write this down. The definitions for kingdom is some interesting, the Thayer's definition says royal, royal power. It also means kingship and also dominion. Dominion and rule. This is what Jesus came and preached. 
And they were saying the kingdom of God is hand. So it's a different rule. It's a different, it's a kingship that's busy taking place. It's dominion that's going to start taking place and rule. Now, I don't want to run ahead of myself. Another fire also explains the kingdom is a territory subject to the rule of a king. And it uses in the New Testament, refers to the reign of the Messiah. Jesus coming to establish a kingdom and preach a kingdom. Not a kingdom of rapture and of running away. A kingdom where we must rule and reign. And there's one thing I'm not going off. At one stage, believe it or not, I actually did believe in the rapture and all this stuff going on. You know, I was in a denomination for 11 years, and that's what they taught. And I remember one time after I decided to go to Spirit Word, this one guy said, yeah, but they don't believe in the rapture. I said, well, if they can prove it to me, what is for me not to believe what the Word says? You know, we hold on to theology and we hold on to doctrines and we make it like our whole salvation is wrapped around the rapture and we don't believe in the resurrection because we don't believe in the rapture. That's not the case. And then people get angry with you. What about get the full picture, maybe get the book and read the book? So, sorry, I'm promoting Pastor John's book. But what I'm encouraging, always be open-minded. Always have a teachable spirit. God, maybe what I've always believed is different. What about what I've believed is, like, almost give God the kingship and the dominion and the rule to change your theology. To start believing right. I love what Miles Monroe speaks, some concepts, what he says about concepts about the kingdom. The king is never voted into power. The king's authority is in his birthright. We're not born of incorruptible seed. Born of incorruptible seed. You can make sermons there. The king can't be voted out of power. The king's word is law. Now, we believe in grace, but what he says, this is how it is, and this is where we're going. The king personally owns everything. Again, Jesus preached a message of the kingdom. Should we not preach that same message? Matthew 4 verse 17 says, For that time on Jesus began to preach. So if you don't believe he preached the kingdom, he says, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 1, 14 to 15 says, After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. That time has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent, believe the good news. Matthew 9 verse 35 says, And Jesus went about all the cities of the village, teaching in their synagogues. I think that is such a sense of, I think that is like, Think about that. Here in the synagogues, law gets, you know, the law was read, and here comes Jesus, and he preaches the kingdom. Ah, to say it's such a sense of humor. And preach the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. That he, he showed kingship, showed dominion over sickness rule over sickness and over disease and over over and healing people when we see things happening like signs and wonders and miracles it's the kingdom it's the kingdom being manifested you see it happen right in front of your eyes 
Now, I want to ask a question on this. Did God change his mind about the kingdom? He never did. He still wants the kingdom to be manifested in our lives and in the world. He did establish a kingdom. Do we see it always? We don't. There's times where the world is a royal mess, <laughs> and we see just people making unwise decisions and godless people ruling and reigning. And therefore, we should be praying, God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in our country, in, in our lives. There's, in areas in my life, I need to see the kingdom of God manifested even more. Yeah. And in your life. Now, I want to jump to this. On the Sermon of the Mount, we started Matthew 5, went right through to Matthew 6, and it ended in Matthew 7. But Jesus started the Sermon of the Mount with this beautiful scripture. His first sermon he preached, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. He started his sermon. Now, I want to jump to... Matthew 6, verse 9 to 33, and it's also cross-referenced in Luke 11. We call it the Lord's Prayer, Jesus teaching his disciples how to pray. And I've honestly started owning this prayer even more. And I remember being at Spirit Word and how Prophet Furbus even taught us how to pray this prayer. And it's also been taught here. But I want to just go back to it and touch on it today. And I want to encourage you to, it's another encouragement, pray in the Spirit memorize the Lord's Prayer if you don't know it. And I heard Bill Johnson once also say, he says, and he was every night before he goes to speak, he's in bed, he's like, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For there is the kingdom and the power and the glory of God. Now you can take it, and I'm going to pray it like I love praying it. Our Father, thank you, Father. You're not just my Father, but you are our Father, which art in heaven. Thank you, Father, that heaven is your throne, earth is your footstool. Thou kingdom come in earth as it is in heaven. In earth, in earth, let your kingdom come in me even more. Hello, be our kingdom come. Thy will be done. Father, let your will be done in my life today. In what I'm doing, let your will be done all over. Let me be sensitive to your spirit so that I can operate and move in your will. Let your will be done. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thine. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Father, thank you for your bread of your word. Let your word just find entrance in my heart. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Father, let me walk in forgiveness continuously. Let me forgive quick. Let me not hold things on my heart. And let me continuously forgive people around me. Thank you that you forgive me. You set me free. And if you forgive me, who am I not to forgive people? So I want to take that and break it down and start praying like that. It's just incredible. Lead us not in temptation. Now we know James says that God doesn't tempt, but that we are tempted our own fleshly desires. So, Father, I would 
Sorry, but I change. Like, Father, thank you that you do not lead me in temptation, but you deliver me from evil. Thank you today, Father, whatever evil might come against me or my family, thank you for delivering me. Delivering me from every evil enemy, evil thoughts, or evil people. Father, thank you for delivering me from evil. You get the picture. For thine, there, I just spent that. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory of God. I love my, another thing of Miles Monroe says. Religion produces a system. Kingdom produces a culture. Religion produces, I want to read that. Religion produces a system. Kingdom produces a culture. What does that culture look like? Love, peace, gentleness, kindness, meekness, temperance, long-suffering. That's what that kingdom looks like. And that's a kind of culture we as a church have. But personally, let that culture be part of you. Your environment, where you work, when you go to work, create that culture of the kingdom. Now, Pastor Don touched on this, and I'm going to just carry on a little bit on it. In 2023, another one, speak in tongues. Other one, learn the Lord's Prayer. The other one, seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Matthew 6, verse 25, down to 34. Seek first the kingdom is in verse 33. Now, I want to read this for you. Verse 25, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. I'm just going to say this one thing there. Do not worry about 2023. That's a prophetic word. Do not worry about 2023. He's got this. He's got it. What you will eat and drink and about your body, what you will wear, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Verse 27. Can any one of you be worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about your clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. Verse 31. Do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? Verse 32, for pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you are need of them. Verse 33, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Verse 34, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Passion translation, then I'm going to write some stuff on the board, says verse 33 like this. 
Above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. Then all these least important things will be given to you abundantly. Beautiful, eh? So, Matthew 6, verse 33. Now, I'm going to write something. So, this is the kingdom. So, it says about seeking the kingdom of God, and it speaks about his, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness. So, seek his kingdom and his righteousness. Now, when you read this passage, one thing that for me stands out about this passage says, be Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> anxious about nothing. Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7, it says, Be anxious about nothing, but make everything in prayer and supplications. So, anxiety. In this passage, we read about Gentiles. And what do they seek? Let's put it in a nutshell, in one word. Personal needs. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, what you shall wear, basically anything personal. The Gentiles, they seek, they look for these things. Interesting, the kingdom of God, Romans 14 verse 17 says, kingdom of God is righteousness, it's joy, it's peace in the Holy Ghost. I said this before, you don't need the Holy Spirit in heaven. So the kingdom cannot be for one day. Kingdom is here to manifest on earth. We need the Holy Spirit here on earth to operate in his righteousness, in his joy, in his peace. Righteousness. Very interesting. I'm writing too big here. I'm going to read it. It's a way of life. It's justice. Integrity. Virtue. Love. Generosity. Godliness, it can also say it's character. So seeking his kingdom to manifest in his life, but also his righteousness, which is love, his character. Anything you can, uh, we were talking yesterday, righteousness is such a big topic, but I think you can say his character. What is his character? Generosity, love, peace. That is seeking his character in every area of our lives. Now, one word that says, yeah, now, Gentiles, they look for all these things. If you seek his kingdom and his righteousness, all these things that they need and they want and they so run after, you know, that thing will be added to you. Interesting. Added means, I'm going to write it, and if something... That kind of stands out for you. You're welcome to shout. It says, given. <laughs> I like this one. Increase. That I write. Bestowed as a gift. And bestowed freely. And generously. So this year, let's seek his kingdom. And his righteousness. His way of life. His character. And all these things that you so worry about will be given to you. You will not need to strive. You don't need to chase for it. How many times do we worry about it? It's like, it just makes us tired. If you look again, you're sick because you're so anxious about 
there's no money, there's no things. Okay, God, I'm going to. He said, if I seek you first and I seek your way of life and your righteousness, you will do this for me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 2023, let's seek his kingdom. Let's seek his righteousness. Seeking his kingdom and his righteousness looks something like this. You can add to it. Praying for someone's needs before your own. Giving financially before meeting your own needs. Giving your time. Outreaches, prayer meetings, serving in the church, etc., Giving your skills and ability. Yeah. Attending church services. Yeah. Let me write, say that one. Attending church services, yeah. people online. <laughs> <laughs> Spending more time in the Word. Yeah. Loving people. Fasting and prayer. Loving people. Yeah. This one is actually a good one. I wrote some of these, but I'm sure you can add to them. Looking for the positive in situations. In other words, think before you speak. Sometimes you just have to shut up. (laughs) Make spirit-led decisions. Oh, we live stream. Sometimes you need to be quiet. Make spirit-led decisions. Being spirit-led. This one, forgive quickly. Forgive quickly. Last year, Bethel, you know, Benny Johnson, she passed away. And I was watching some of the, just her life and how she would deal with situations and with different things. They were in a situation, maybe this is really for somebody. With somebody who was dying, it was a very bad situation. and, And everybody was like, didn't know really what to do. And she just withdrew herself one side and said, God, what are you saying? What do you do? What do you, you know? And God just dropped the word in her heart, and the whole situation changed. One thing that Benny Johnson said there, she would often teach her kids, forgive quickly. So how did you teach your kids, you know, and how did you raise your kids up? And I think that's a good trade to have. All of us can make a note of that. Make it, forgive quickly. Forgive quickly. Don't let things stay in your heart. It can just produce not good fruit. Now, Jesus is King of Kings, He's Lord of Lords. When you got filled with the Holy Spirit, you received the spirit of a king. Therefore, you are a king. You are a king. And nobody can vote you out of it. Nobody can take away from you. You are a king. So I think it's time to Operate in this royal power that you've been given. Operate in your kingship. Have dominion of things. Sometimes we accept things too quickly. And it's not kingdom. Rule. Isaiah 61, verse 6. And I was like, about this message today, I was thinking about two things. I was like, God, how am I going to tie this together? And we're going to do something. But I love what Isaiah 61 Verse 1 says, let's just read that one there. Now, if I read, if, you'll know where this is. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me. That Jesus, Sovereign Lord, is upon me. Did Jesus pray this? 
because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the broken heart, to proclaim the freedom of the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. Did Jesus pray that? He declared that. He was in the synagogues. He spoke about it. Now I want you to drop down to verse 6. But you will be called a priest of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wells of the nations. And in their riches, you will boast. Verse 7. Instead of their shame, our people will receive a double portion. Now, also speaks about the anointing. And instead of disgrace, they will rejoice in the inheritance. And so they will inherit a double portion in their land. And everlasting joy will be theirs. How beautiful is that? Revelation 1 verse 5, I'm almost finished. We can do something. And for Jesus Christ, the faithful and trustworthy witness in the Amplified Bible, the firstborn of the dead, first to be brought back to life, and the priest, the prince, the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who has loved us and has once of all uh, loosed and freed us from the sins by his own blood. Verse 6. And formed us into a kingdom, a royal race, priest to his God and Father. To him be glory and power and the majesty and the dominion throughout the ages and forever and ever. Amen. Wow. Luke 4, verse 18 to 19. The Spirit of God is upon me because he has anointed me. Isaiah 61, 1, down to verse 6. You are a king. You are a priest. And I want to say this, that you are anointed to operate in the kingdom. You are anointed to operate in the royal power, the kingship, and the dominion, and the rule. You are anointed. So in 2023, I didn't even write this. Let's pray in the spirit more. Make a note. Pray. Let's pray in the spirit. Pray that our Father prayer. It's a good prayer. I've heard people say, no, it's all testament. Ugh, please, people get so technical with stuff. You know, it's, it's such a powerful guideline how to pray. Fourthly, seek the kingdom of God first in everything that you do. Thirdly, fourthly, remind yourself that you are a king and you are anointed to do the work that God has assigned to you. 2023. So while you're sitting, uh, what we're going to do is that I want you to meditate just for a moment on those four points. Write them down somewhere. You are anointed. You are anointed. You are anointing to operate in the kingdom, to manifest the kingdom. You are anointed.